Podcast City Network. Hey everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Coda After Dark. I'm Ori, and tonight we are with Kev, Deary, and Andrew. Tonight's topic is meta-love, metaphysical in love. I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to Deary, since this was his idea, so I'm going to let him roll with it. Go for it, Deary. Okay, so I have a very in-depth... Uh, conception of love and the way that it works. Um, Lay it down. This this is this is not one of those for the faint of heart. But uh, essentially, as people, we all carry metaphysical tethers to each other, right? Mm-hmm. We all carry these these very deep seated bonds. And I feel as though when you when you make a bond with someone, say it's your friend, say it's your lover, whatever it may be, you're creating a tether, okay? Um, so whether you've met someone or not doesn't technically, I don't feel like it actually matters because in some cases, like, have you ever just got a weird sensation? Like, you just feel happy out of nowhere and or, or you just, like, you go from having a good day to a bad day and nothing happened at all. I feel like that comes from the metaphysical tethers that tie people together because you are, I I truly feel like you are bound to the person that you are meant to be with the other half of you. Um, The Greeks actually had a really great way of saying it. They said that man was too powerful. So when Zeus is, when Zeus found him, he split him in half and man will forever roam the land searching for his other half. And I believe parts of that are true. In, a, in, a, in our metaphysical self, we feel what our significant other or the person who's supposed to be our significant other would feel. Um, it's the same thing in friendships. If your friends aren't feeling right, you're not feeling right. If you're having a great day, everybody's having a great day. Just based off of just based off of those tethers and the way that everything in, in the metaphysical in your metaphysical realm, develops. Because if, if Kira's having a bad day, she's going to impress those waves and those vibrations onto me, and I'm going to have less of a good day in that sense. But then again, if she calls me and she starts impressing good vibrations and happiness into my life, then I'll start to have a better day and a better frame of mind because of it. Does that make any sense? See now, I feel like I understand that completely more than you guys understand because me and Kevin, me and Geek Kev have always had this very deep connection as friends. We are constantly calling each other, going like, like he's caught. I've woken up at like two o'clock in the morning before, had like a shiesty day at the restaurant, and called him and going, "What the fuck did you do? What's going on?" He goes, "I had a really bad day." You just don't want to know. No, I really do want to know because I woke up in the middle of the night and my gut said that you had a shite day and I need to know. I need to know what is going on with my person, motherfucker. Exactly. And he does the same thing with me where, like, he knew I was having a shite. I I think you knew, like, gut. Yesterday I was having a shit day. Yesterday when I was doing invitations, I think your gut just told you I was having a shit day. I, I just felt like shit all day. Yeah, he yeah. had it. He knew. He came over and he's like, "What's going on?" I said, "Everything is just crap. 
everything my invites aren't going right he's like just come here and i just did what i usually do with my with him and i slam i do like forehead first into his chest plate and he's like just he rubbed my back for a minute and he gave me a bear hug he's like it's okay breathe i said don't tell me to breathe breathe just makes me pissed off he goes yeah but if you're angry you're not gonna cry (laughs) this is true (laughs) this is fair but i believe that even if you haven't met the person the person that you are truly bonded to because because you see these tethers these, these tethers that i'm talking about it would be more they can be established but you always have at least one you would you're maybe not born with it because not every soulmate is born at the same time your match sometimes takes a little longer to cook than you do so you could be chilling one day and then you just feel like crap for no reason you just feel like crap just awful yep. and then you come about it and it's like oh i met her and this is what happened all those months that i felt like crap or all those days that i felt like crap i also believe and, that there are people in the universe you're supposed to meet that are supposed to change your life for the better and put you on the path to be where you're supposed to be in the universe regardless of whether or not they're supposed to be there for the long haul or the short term. I mean, I completely feel that. Like, certain people who will remain nameless because of liability issues. Um, <laughs> Scumball McGee. Um, we're putting to me and Andrew and Geek Cubs lives so that we could, I think it made us better friends. And it definitely put me and Andrew on a path to better things in our lives, for sure. Uh-huh grow and develop yeah and i don't and i know 100 percent that me and me and my fiance wouldn't be the people we are now if we hadn't taken that break i wouldn't have seen that what shitty fish in the sea there are out there i mean if you <laughs> didn't know well, this out there i don't awful. need to see anymore i'm gonna go home <laughs> fish smell bad i don't even know why that's an analogy honestly because fish smell awful I think it's because the theory is that they're plentiful and you can easily go out and get them. Have you ever fished? It is not easy. By natural means, it is not easy. Are you telling me you can't catch a fish with your bare hands? I can definitely catch a fish with my bare hands. I am the definition of manhood. (laughs) Oh, we're just missing... uh... We're just mitch- missing Camaro for this one. Oh, Whoa, Satan. We have Whoa. Camaro here that we're going to have issues because I'm I'm already in a punch somebody in the face mood. Let's just not just add Kindle to the fire. <laughs> Let's definitely add Kindle to the fire because that's what this is. Camaro was already already not impressed by the fact that I had wax seals on my invita- invitations, and that kind of already made me want to punch him in the face. Like, I mean, he wasn't impressed, or not. he thought it made them t- tacky or something. No, he's just like not impressed. He's like, whatever, oh. they're wax seals. Wax seals are bitching. Yeah. They are, and they say owl post on them. I mean, that does sound pretty fucking dope. You'll see yours. I mean, they're so dope. Deary wanted two. 
You'll see I, yours as I soon like, as the album arrives. <laughs> I like saving things from weddings because I feel like you're only going to get married one to three more times. <laughs> <laughs> one to three. Yeah, I I'm going really to find out what Thor thinks of Wasabi, but I don't want to kill don't. my dog. Please don't. Animals I uh, do not like Wasabi. <laughs> Oh, have you already tried to give it to to your puppy? Uh, no, I've seen people feed it to a parrot before, though. That did not end well. I feel like no animal should ever like wasabi. I feel like that is just my cat Zin <laughs> loved it. Zin loved it. Borderline animal abuse? Question mark. Yeah. Zin loved wasabi. Can I get the chef's opinion? Animals should not like wasabi. Most people don't like wasabi. I don't know why you would put a poor defenseless animal through that. I know, that's why I, I say this because there's a point of curiosity that this stems from, which is about two seconds into the into the broadcast, I was eating a piece of my sushi and I had a small I have really sensitive palate i don't touch spicy stuff and about a, a minuscule amount touched one of my pieces of sushi and i'm like i'm screaming looking over at geek cap going mute me mute me so i can scream mother effort while you talk so uh so, so for, those for those well, he was curious, yes ziona shauna has had has 39 wives is, it's the world record for the most person that's married the most. Who the I mean, fuck gets married that many times? Don't hate the player, hate the game, my guy. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. He has not divorced a single one of them either. I'm coming for your record, Zero Vashana. I'm coming for your record. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold the title. He lives in a, the village of Bakpong in the Indian state of Mizoram. Mizoram? I can't <laughs> even say those words, so I'm not going to try. Okay, languages. Which one do you think is harder to talk, speak, Welsh or Hindu? Welsh. Welsh. It's got to be Welsh. Welsh has like 95 consonants. I mean, with Hindu, you've at least got mostly vowels. I didn't think I would ever have to say this, but in the defense of Hindu, <laughs> all right, just a lot of flimmy noises. <laughs> okay, I'm going to so, butcher this. Oh I'm, go I'm going to butcher this. The longest word in the world is the name of a town in Wales. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. My Welsh uh, friend told me this. It is. It is like 37 consonants. Uh, not even going to bother trying to count it right now. Lambert put Gwyn Gwynjigut Gellis Swan Threatboot Lante Silk Gash. This literally sounds like you've tried to cut, Kevin tried to cut like three different bad words out of the broadcast. 
<laughs> it just sounds all this sounds like I just want an hour of McWhorter trying to say really difficult words. That's like a show in itself. This is this is McWhorter trying to say words from around the world. Alright, I just found it pronounced. I'm going to listen to it and try to say it. I'm proud of you. You just keep you just keep trucking, little buddy. Okay, one more time. Super califragilistic, it's realidocious. Even though it sounds the same, it's really quite atrocious. <laughs> All right, here. Look. No more alcohol for Kira. <laughs> Not even that full beer in. So I butchered it earlier. <laughs> so I'm going to butcher it again, but less so. But less. Well, well, less so. Wow. Sounds like you're drinking warm milk. Geek Cam, I'm gonna send you. Town was beyond drunk and just said, "Fuck it, we're just gonna go hack it, hack cat. That's a rock." We're they just said, we're going to name this drunkenly that rock over there, but we're going to name it like 15 consonants long and say that it's something really pretty in Welsh. You I don't even know what it translates. Oh, you looked it up? What's that? Uh, you looked it up? No. All right. Kev, I just sent you a link to it being pronounced so that you can either attempt to say it or just put it in. What? Do you need a hero no to save you with conversation? There is no way in fuck I could say this. <laughs> I could say it. You'd have to, like, we would have to literally get, like, the world's best lesbian to be able to say this word. What does that have to do with that? You have to be like a really like skilled tongue. You'd have to like an Have you met me? You think women like me because of my body? What is wrong with you? Let me at it. Let me at it. Thor's just over here. I'm cute. Yeah, I'm gonna just give up on this. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna I'm gonna take a pass <coughs> trying to say the world's longest, weirdest name. Stop talking. Stop history. talking. Stop talking. <laughs> You gotta get that. Sandby Gorgorish. Sandby Gorgorish. It goes to the back of the palate. Oh, oh, okay, okay, hold on. 
Feel like half the fucking episode, him trying to say this word. Golgare, Holanthropos. Centre, Tilio, go, go, go. There you go. Just the whole thing. All right. Bye. Uh, That's a lot. That's a it is. Lot. I, it I is. mean, Welsh is pretty, but I still think Scott's Gaelic is probably prettier. Learning um, it, by the way. Not pretty. Taking classes, taking classes on it. I am actually taking Duolingo and trying to learn Scots Gaelic. Cool. That's what I'm using as well. No, by the way, not sponsored by Duolingo. No, not sponsored do, at all. It's just a free app and it's easy to use. But if Duolingo finds out about this and they want to sponsor us, <laughs> yes. we will totally learn Scots Gaelic and do an entire episode in Scots Gaelic for them. <laughs> Uh, Duolingo is going to have to send me some Scots Gaelic women because that's how I learned these languages. If I find a pretty girl, if I find a pretty girl, I will learn an entire language. Well, I mean, it's one of the things that I feel like needs to come back because the fact that the British really did almost annihilate the language back in the 1700s when they basically tried to take away, when they tried... After the Culloden, they really did try to get rid of all of the Scots culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entirety of the Irish culture. Yeah. I can't believe there's been no comments about me being an ass, but okay, let's go with that. That's cool. The reason I learned French was for a girl, so... I mean, I don't learn it for the women. I learn it so I can seduce the women, do... Rather defiling things to the women and then leave them with a new language in my pocket. I learned French in elementary school. It's what they taught K through 12. My hometown was founded by French industrialists in the 1900s. They taught it K through 12. My dad taught it to me. I still speak minimal French. Well, you know, that's just ridiculous. Because so, who in the fuck speaks French besides Dirty Cajuns? So, <laughs> well, to this day, my dad uses it to correct me me and my cousins in private. Like, oh, if we God. get in trouble, my dad will correct us in French if he needs to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like, growing up, I heard, un, deux, trois. I didn't just get one, two, three like most kids. No, I got it in French. I am. I apologize. I'm trying to find. Are my feet? Are my footsteps that loud? Yes. Yeah, yes. I can also hear you over me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were like just as bad as my fiance. I can hear Paul like a, a metric mile away. I. Uh, that, that, that would be a kilometer. Whatever. I am, I am happy. Whatever. <laughs> no, that's actually a part of a song. That, Did you know that France once tried to go to a metric minute? What is a metric minute? Are they so snooty that they couldn't even deal with regular minutes? 
They tried to convert they... everything to the to a metric scale, so everything was divisible by ten, and uh, it lasted for three and a half years. And then the king died, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck this shit." <laughs> I can't really fuck with the French, man. Everything I know about France, my dad, a lot of it I learned from my French teacher. The other stuff I learned from my dad. Mm. My dad, I asked my dad what French women were like when I got old enough because, you know, bye. My dad's like, you don't want to date them. They, they kind of smell and they don't shave. Well, that that's a, that's such a terrible stereotype. It's well, my not- dad had his experience in the 80s. That was my dad's experience in the 80s. Uh-huh. Hi, Harley. Hey, Harley. Yeah, she's so still losing her mind. There's there's uh, food here. They were supposed to be here at 7. But I guess Grubhub is running hard right now. Well, I imagine it has something to do with other things going on in the local area. That is possible. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. So, let's see. Y'all want, since the topic is love and the metaphysical, I'm going to skip out on the metaphysical part because, uh, that's a can of worms that will require a special four hour episode. <laughs> Yeah. But, All um, right, so we go. go ahead and let's move into love. Uh, first time you got your heart broken. First time my heart was broken. That's hard. That's hard. When was Are my heart first? <laughs> oh, the Tin Man has to remember. Uh, I'm Tinny? Uh, yeah, it was a joke. Yeah. Oh, joke. no heart, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, my God. He can talk for a month over, over the metaphysical <laughs> feelings. How how can you say that, Ori? You know for a fact I have a heart. I know, but you're sitting here going, when did I get my heart broken? I'm sitting here, yeah, come on, Tin Man, when did you get your heart broken? Yo. Uh, I'm aware. If you couldn't hear the Harley screaming at the guy at the door to protect the home. Yeah. So the first, I'll, I'll go with my first heartbreak would have been around the time I was 15 or 16. I'll go with that one. What happened? Who was she? So it's the girl I learned French for, actually. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you don't say. <laughs> 
Uh, I was in China at the time, going to an international school. I won't say her name here. Was she French? She was French. Um, but uh, we had a really good working relationship going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I eventually, uh, I do confess to her, and she didn't really give me a response. So I was figuring, oh, well, I guess the feeling's not mutual. So that uh, I I talked to my buddies about it a week later. A buddy of mine asked her out. She said yes. Mm. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not kosher by me. I'm not gonna let that stand. That raggedy bitch. <laughs> so for the next year that I lived there, um. The next year that I lived there, I successfully destroyed every one of her relationships within three days of it starting. Good man. But she never realized that I was the one that was destroying her relationships. (laughs) Because we continued to talk after that. We, uh... Did she friendzone you because you were a good dude? That's what it sounds like. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure if she friend if she actively friend zoned me, because we continued to talk after that for many after I moved for many years. I came back here, and she went back to she went to Canada, then she went to France, back to France, and uh, we talked for a while. And I'm like, so at one point. I was just like, so why why didn't we ever happen? And she, she's like, you know, I never really considered that option. I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't. I, I, was consider, I, I didn't really consider that heartbreak since I didn't have the nat. What at least what's mediaized as heartbreak. I didn't get all mopey and sad and stuff. I just decided um, that uh, I couldn't have her. No one else could. Oh, that's that's a little in left field, but okay, we'll take it. Hey, <laughs> dude, look. My first heartbreak was a cheater. I was like 13. Uh-huh. My name was Kendra. We did martial arts together. And um, we've been talking. We were young. Went out on some dates. Like, our family liked me. Everybody was cool. Martial arts team went to the pool together once. Okay. And uh, I look across the pool. My mind you. I am a budding fighter. Uh-huh. I get better every day. Okay. She's across the pool making out with a guy. Mm. That's a sexy move. It, it makes me think of those meme photos where it's like he forgot his girlfriend was on his shoulders. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't resort to violence. Uh-huh. I looked at them and I said, I'm going to burn this world to the ground. And, what and did I, you do? I cut a swath through the United States. I'm at 287 women. What What is your count that aren't in the black book? I would say upwards of 50. 50,000? 50, 50,000? Mm, 50 to 60 women. Oh, that, okay, that aren't in the black book. Not altogether including what's not in the black book. No, it's not in the book. Um, to count is actually, if I went back and researched again and like thought about it and like talked to women I knew, it'd probably be at 300 by now. Okay. And here I was feeling like a whore over 11, but whatever. <laughs> no, nah, the first one, The first one broke me. And then immediately after, the first time I ever had sex or was physical with a woman she was with a guy we got together i didn't know she had cheated and then she cheated on me <laughs> she was a cockhound it was awful uh, i have I think mine kind of count as two. They're two technically two guys, but they're kind of they basically were this. I dated two guys basically at the same time in high school. They were alternate. I dated Tommy and Tim basically roughly off and on throughout high high school. Um, but my first love was a guy named Tim. Um, I won't give a last name. Uh, he was my best friend from middle school until, mm-hmm. and then. We lost touch. We were best friends in seventh grade. I dated his best friend. His best friend was actually my first kiss. And then lost touch eighth grade year because we went to different schools. Freshman year. uh, Met up with each other. Uh, He ended up getting transferred to my school because he, uh, he he got expelled from his high school because he mooned moved the marching band. That's right. Were you a homie hopper? Huh? Were you a homie hopper? No. I went, I did, it was middle school. Middle school doesn't count. I mean, technically it's the start, so it counts. Not really. We never went on any dates. I kissed the guy once, maybe twice. That's it. Never actually went anywhere with the kid. I mean, you you technically count the rule of minimalism for middle school because you don't have resources. Anyways. I'm just messing with you. The first kiss was a complete accident. My first kiss was a complete and utter accident. I went in for a cheat kiss. He went in for the other cheat kiss, and we met in the middle on accident. Uh Uh-huh. I had funkin' breath. That was not how I wanted things to happen. Sounds like Natasha and I's first kiss, actually. Oh, no. I would love so, to hear that story. 
Uh, Another time. Yeah. So, yeah, so I uh, dated Tim. Tim and I were friends. I dated Tommy all of freshman year of high school. That was my first high school sweetheart. He was clingy as fuck. Oh, my God. Ken we was all clingy. are. Yeah, but this was like high school level clingy. Like at the end of freshman year, I was like, you know what? Summer, the year has come to a close, and so must we. I'm going to, I'm going home for the summer, and this just does not need to go any further. And I found out that when the school Whoa, year ended, bro. I was like, <laughs> I found out like I was more upset about not seeing Tim that much over the summer than I was about seeing my then boyfriend and I, the guy I was breaking up with before the summer started. Um, Whoa, Satan. Tim and I were just weekly clicked for. Um, and then I t- and me and Tim talked, and then t- I dumped Tommy, and then Tim got on the school bus, and we went. Ended up get on. He, I invited Tim to Stephen's, my little brother's birthday party, and we ended up dating. Dated most of sophomore year of high school, most of junior year. We took a break when I moved to the land. I came back. I got my GED. I moved back to Pensacola to be with Tim when I was 18. But, and this is back before I got into any of my illicit behaviors. I was still a purist. I, I barely drank. I hadn't tried weed yet. I hadn't tried anything yet. Is this when you moved into the furry house? No, this, I had never moved into the furry house. This is when I lived in the boarding house. Right. I hung out in the furry house enough to live there, but I never lived there because she creeped me out. Ah, okay. But, and uh, you had to, have to live there. Um, mm. While so. mine is physically there, it's not there. Um, <laughs> no, so Tim, Tim was like a big pothead. And it got to the point where he was blowing money on weed to, on <coughs> when his truck was breaking down all the time. Uh-huh. And it got to the point where I finally had to tell him, look, you were picking shit over, you were prioritizing your drug addiction over shit that doesn't need to happen. Um, so I can't do this. And it broke my heart. Like it shattered my heart to do that because I really did love him, but I had uh-huh. no away from him because it just, we weren't good together anymore. Yeah. You got to do what's best for you. I literally cried in bed for like two weeks at my at my boarding house, like crying, drinking, like snuggling mess. I was a train wreck. Ruben came over. He brought ice cream. It was horrible. Like I was, I was complete and utter mess. It was, it was my first heartbreak. Uh-huh. It was everything a first heartbreak for a girl is, and then. All of a sudden, the gear got switched. It was like the moment Ruben's like, we need to get you fucked up and then you need to get under something else. Because mm-hmm. I've given you two weeks to have a lay-in. Time to get under something else. And I'm like, I never even slept with him. He goes, there's your problem. Mm-hmm. So Ruben's like, why did you never sleep with him? I'm like, because it was like high school love. I said it felt weird to go there. And he's like, and that's why you guys would have never lost because you didn't have the balls to go past high school. So, to all you folks out there that are clingy, moral of the story is, you're clingy, they're going to go out with their best friend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck somebody else. Moral, moral of that story is... Moral of that story is, if you don't pay attention to your best friend, 
they're going to dump your ass. Do Moral of this fuck. story is also silence your phone before we record. I apologize. <laughs> Tis my bad. Oh my god. No, I mean, when you're in... Nobody likes a clingy SOB. Nobody wants to have somebody crawled up their ass 24-7. Very specifically, you are projecting, ma'am, because I enjoy it. I I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's the, the same story of me and one of uh, me and my boyfriend. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy people being around me and like cuddly and shit. I don't mind being cuddly, uh-huh. but when read the room, like we were at the grocery store today, this chick was just hyper like perky and like talkative when we were in the grocery line. Well, that's probably because I usually flirt with her yeah. when I'm in there. Read the room. If I'm not talking to you, you don't need to engage me. Well, you have to understand, you and Kevin are two different people, and Kevin is probably trying to get under somebody, and you are just cock-blocking. No. Let me get my shit and get out. She she does, but she wasn't. No. Even Kevin said this chick was too perky. Yeah, I did. Let me meet her. <laughs> no, this girl had a dirt face. I think she's cute. She have a big body. No. Nice big Little girl, flat as the day is long. Yeah, I can't do it, Hoss. <laughs> I would spot you this on girl. this weight, my guy, but I can't do it. This was a plank. This was a perky, happy plank, but it was a plank. Think, think. Thick ebony women when you think of me. <laughs> that's 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 essentially the type, my guy. Yeah, it says you that you've also I've I've shown you other women and you've gone damn please and thank you. Yes. Yes you have. I will I will not bring up such things because said women also listen to this podcast. <laughs> Hi, honey. Your future husband's right here. Oh, shit. You better be known. I ain't scared. Hello, future, Al- Hello f- future alimony. Your husband nah. says hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> But, uh, no, I have literally started, I have literally gone through my, my friends list of chick friends and gone, what about this one, Derry? She's good. She's good peoples. And given him a list of single opportunities and invited even a few of them to my wedding. And I appreciate, I never said I was unappreciative. I'm doing this more so for me so you will stop picking up things that sit on your dick at the gym. There's nothing wrong with that. I take a good amount of uh, problem with that, and as I have stated before. We want you to find something good, wholesome, and doesn't pass you and doesn't give you an STD in the next six months. I mean, I feel like life happens, life finds a way. Well, life doesn't need to find your way into a new child support payment. No, the next one I have a kid with is going to be forever. 
you can't promise that if the way you play the field. Well, it's either going to be forever or it's going to be my first murder charge. <laughs> I take For issues the record, with Curtis that statement. Not condoned any murder and or abortion that, that he may or may not commit. What? Whoa. <laughs> Tone any murder or and or abortions he may or may not commit. I am pro life, ma'am. Okay, Thor, do not lick mommy's ass. Don't. How could he possibly miss though? Oh my god. <laughs> like I went over and let out my brother-in-law's dogs today, and he is like all up in my shit because he, I smell like bitches. I mean, in all technicality, he is bitches right now. But both them bitches be fixed. No. Did you say both them bitches be thick? <laughs> Are they thick? Are they dummy thick? No, they're fixed. <laughs> fixed. <laughs> As in, they be fixed, like Harley fixed. Mm. Yes, but just because they be fixed, are they thick? No, one of them is black and dumb as a pope. And oh. the other one's half Jack Russell, half Jahooey Hooey. Jahooey Hooey. Is this a Dutch town that I haven't heard about yet? This sounds a lot like a Dutch town. I haven't heard about it yet. Thor would break her in two. Chihui Hui, by the way, is the town that your second child support is goes to. Ah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, update update on my first child support. She won't let me speak to my daughter anymore. That's bullshit. Right? Time what, what? to legal up. What what is the what is the agreement? Is there is it in the agreement that you have not nope. custody at all? But it's not in the agreement that you can communicate with your child on a regular basis. Nope, nope. But uh, it will be very soon. I was about to say, take her back to court because it's going to be very difficult for her to get my child back after I do this. Because I'm like an asshole. You need character witness. You know who to call. Yeah, all of CAD. Yep. Really makes me look like a shining star. <laughs> oh no, you're not going to call all of CAD. You're going to call all of casual geeking. Let's make that clear. It's, it doesn't, and I don't think it matters really. I still look like a burning pile of garbage. By the way, if you do anything illegal, unless we cut that part, um, they just have physical evidence of uh, premeditation. I think this episode's going to be about 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's, Kevin's got my back. <laughs> it's going to be anyway. metaphysical this. Who's a good Thor? Who's a good Thor? Yeah, that's going to be the whole episode. <laughs> Well, let's yeah. do the entire episode. Yes, hell yes. Live from Cat, it's the Thor Hour. Holla, holla, motherfucker. Holla, holla, motherfuckers.
<laughs> Why do you do that voice so well? <laughs> Which voice? Holla holla, motherfuckers! Holla holla, motherfuckers! I am not drunk enough for this. I hey. am not either. But I know I can't drink because Andrew will not let me leave his house. Correct. Yep. Actually, I may not let you leave the house regardless. Why? Because of things happening in the world. Yeah, see, I got to leave because I've got to get to the house. So, okay. I'll be okay. Do you have work tomorrow? Yep. Why and we's going fishing on Sunday. Because uh, the company gave me the day. I don't have good answers for your questions. Like, nothing's interesting. <laughs> they decided not to fuck me today, I guess? I don't, I don't have a good answer for that one. So, did you know that I don't believe true love is a thing? Oh, no. Oh, no, my brother. How do you, how do you, of all people, not believe in true love? You have literally found fucking true love. What in what in Orion's fucking garter belt are you saying? I don't believe true love is a thing. I believe that true love at its core is what is an acronym for what it takes to have a successful relationship. That is fair in so many ways. So true is an acronym. Soulmates? Soulmates? Yeah, yes and no, not in the usual way that people use the term soulmate. Alright, but go back to your acronym. So true is an acronym for trust, respect, union, and equality. I can get on that on every page, yes. All plus love. All five of those are required to have a successful relationship. That's, that is absolutely yep, correct. Yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. And well, also, I, I do not believe love as, is an emotion. I don't. Uh, love is a choice that you make. It is When you say you love somebody, that means that you, from now until the end of time are going to stand behind, before, and beside that person with arms open and fists clenched. You are going to make me cry. A grown man at your home, you are going to make me cry, sir. See, I believe that too, but I also believe that it's also an emotion. I believe in soulmates. I believe that love, true soulmates... Are, and you, I believe you get more he is just trying to get in between me and you dude he's like I want to be in between mommy and daddy I need to be in between mommy and daddy I need to be as close to you guys as I can really can be I don't care what happens um anyways I believe that uh, I believe that soulmates are you can have more than one soulmate I believe that oh, absolutely. Um, I think that and I know that Paul is one of mine and I know Paul is definitely my the person i'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with without a shadow of a doubt um and i know that love is an emotion because 
and it's definitely something that's tethered to the core of the person I am. Um, I also believe that family doesn't necessarily have to be something that you're born into. So I don't, I don't what? think my family that I was born into was the family that is the one that I'm going to have forever. I mean, I love my family that I was born into. Believe me, I love them so much. And I, if they're listening to this, I love you more than I can say words. But I also love the family that I chose just as much, possibly even more because I chose them. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that makes me think of a frequently misquoted uh, thing. <laughs> Blood is thicker than water. A lot of people don't know the full extent of that quote, which is blood of the covenant is stronger than water of the womb. Mm -hmm. The relationships we choose to have, the people we choose to allow into our lives and remain in our lives, our connection to them is stronger than the inborn connection we have to our, the people that we are born from. And I think this goes back to the fact that the people we're born into oftentimes don't ever really get past the people we grew up being. I think they, a lot of times, at least with my family and a lot, of, and I know it has happened to other people, I know that it's hard to look past the person you were growing up to see the person you evolved into because they get locked into this perception of the person you were mm -hmm. and not I the can, person you became over time. I, I can definitely agree with that for a lot of people. I won't say so much for my family, who I know do listen. Like, but, for uh, my family, I know they don't want to acknowledge the fact that I chose a new name. Mm-hmm. Um... They definitely don't want to acknowledge Ori. They refuse to acknowledge Ori. Uh, they refuse. And like the other day, I was talking to my mom and she's like, well, she called me by my full name. In fact, just today, she called me by my full name. And I said, you are aware that I am legally changing it once I get married. Are you? And she goes, well, you will always be this. I said, well, by the, by the state of Florida, I will be something completely different. My father, however, my father, however, helped me pick the new name when he realized the issues and the reasons behind I chose me choosing it. And my dad went, doesn't really matter what the hell I call you. You're still going to be my kid. Mm -hmm. yep. My dad hasn't called me by a legal name or any name period since I was like seven years old. He's called me by my nickname, which is Motor. My, <laughs> my grandfather... I don't believe he refers to me by my legal name. I believe my entire life he has referred, he has called me Boot, though. Boot? Boot. Boot? Mm-hmm. There's got to be a story to that one. I know Gary gets that reference. I do. <laughs> Why Boot? Because I was the new guy. I... <laughs> I don't get it. That's what you call new guys in the military. 
Because they got brand new shiny fucking boots. <laughs> and to this day, he still calls me boot. I'm in the Navy, you're called a sea weenie. That's what I grew up hearing well, he called when I was he went. Uh, he was prior enlist. He was prior enlisted. Uh, a prior enlisted officer in the army. You are a hundred percent a boot. I was a boot too. Don't feel bad. I take no issue with being a boot. It means I've got a lot to learn. My always dad, again, teachable. My dad always called me. My dad. I had a really bad stutter growing up. Ah. Uh, so my nickname growing up was Motormouth because <laughs> I sounded like a car engine starting up when I got excited as a kid. So, is it weird to have a fascination with orc women? No, no, they are gorgeous. <laughs> I do one. Orc women, just to make sure I heard you correctly. Orc women, yes. Okay. Okay. I don't take issue with it, but just making sure I heard you correctly. It's it's weird. I keep seeing these ads for this this <laughs> game, and it's like the orc girl like is so hot. Yeah. yeah, and she's super pissed off at the husband. Mm-hmm. That one's awesome. I really want to do her. <laughs> I want to do the other chick that he's gaming with too. Oh my god. What do you want? I'm by. So am I. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you don't really openly talk about the kind of men you want to screw. I, I, I have no problem talking about the next pair of tits that walk through the room that I would well, totally smash see, my face into. The problem is you. Well, the situation is that you don't have a filter, and Andrew does. This is true. Andrew has filters on filters on filters, and yes, this is the yes, first. Yes. This is the first cat I'm not getting drunk uh, for. Or he's been so dealing feel, with wedding bullshit all week. I've earned this. I feel as though we should elect a judge for every cat. Can, can, can I volunteer as not tribute? No, not for every single burger? cat, but every cat individually. We should, uh, we should elect. What do you mean? Who's a judge and for what shit? For when we are being too, too much. Far. <laughs> not it. Permanently. I, I can't be it. Uh, not it'll it. Have to be, it'll have to alternate between Kevin, me, and... I'm permanently not it. This is the one show I don't have to be responsible. Okay. I am calling permanent yes. permanent dibs on not being it. Uh Kev, you haven't spoken much this this one. I well, in terms of of first love and having heart broken, well to one and the same for me. Okay. Uh, I've already told that story here. True. True. 
I'm not entirely sure what we were getting at with metaphysical, by the way. I mean, uh, what, what was your intention with that, dear? I was going to get very... Yes? Uh, sorry, sorry. It was a funny protester post. Uh, Hong Kong damn phone. Hong Kong protesters use leaf blowers, leaf blowers to tackle tear gas. This is cool. this is not this is not a George Floyd protester post. Uh, but no, I was I had a thought in my head, and I've been writing a book. And okay, so my whole life I've had this dream. For as far back as I could remember. Okay. And I'm dancing. Frank Sinatra. And I had this dream before I ever heard the freaking song. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm dancing to Frank Sinatra's Sway. Okay. And she's there and she's in a long red dress. Beautiful. Did you see the woman in the red dress? I have. Seen her so many fucking times, but I've never met her in person. And I have this dream so many times. And I feel as though there is some connection to someone out there. And I just don't know where she is. Okay. Okay. And... If you're listening, <laughs> no if man, it ain't even like me. that. If you're and the whole the whole love thing is like I believe in love at first sight. Okay, I know okay. her, not the girl in my dream, but I know I I didn't believe in any of that shit. I I'd never felt love okay. prior to meeting a very specific woman, and prior to meeting my daughter, I did not know what love was. And I, I very truly do believe that love is an emotion because it is a feeling of devotion that I cannot shake. And you know her, Andrew. We've talked about her a couple million fucking times. But I've met, met her. <laughs> I've met her in in a place that in my life I was so low, I couldn't stand my. I couldn't stand to look at myself. And the. Very first time I ever laid eyes on her, she was in fucking hospital clothes with no makeup, hair fucked up to death, crying. And that very moment in my life, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I love that woman more than anything on this planet. If you're listening, you know who you are. Yeah, she's not listening, bro. It's okay, though. Not yet, she isn't. <laughs> but... I met her, and she dipped out. I think the concept of the bomb needs to be discussed as well, because the bomb is a true factor in every man's life. Now, women, some women get a bomb, some don't, but as it stands, every man has a bomb. It shapes you into the man you will be for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Whether it's a perfect person that turned to drugs, whether it's a great woman that had a secret fucking identity, whether it's a dude. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Every man has something that he so emotionally vests himself in that when it finally does collapse, if it does collapse, 
that he completely loses his mind. He loses himself. He loses the person that he used to be. And he has to pull himself up, find out who he actually is, and reform himself into something better than he was. I and, can't relate. Sorry, sir. I most certainly can relate. We've talked about this, me and Deary, multiple times about how the bot, how how the bomb works, and we agree. We've agreed on multiple times what each each other's personal bombs are and how they affected us. Just yeah, it's, it, it gets go. horrendous. It has got to be so it deeply is. rooted that it that it changes you fundamentally. Like it has to be something that changes you as a person. I mean, whether you realize it at the time or not, it does change you as a person. Um, me and Paul breaking up with one of my moms. Whether for the good or the bad, and more or less for the bad, but it changes you as a person. Yeah. Sometimes they're for the good. Sometimes you have. You know, a bomb blows up and it blows the ID that was under your foot up, and then you know you're good. And then sometimes, like some people, it blows up and it basically destroys your fucking thoughts. It oh. it changes a thought pattern so drastically that you don't want to keep it anymore. Okay. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I have observed it happen. But I cannot relate. I feel like yours might have been a positive bomb. Yep. I feel like the McWhorter had a positive bomb happen and didn't realize it. And it just made him better. Can I be my my own bomb? Nope. It is outside influence, sir. Slime Ball McGee was mine. The the person who made me, the the person who made me who I am today is myself. Uh, one day I just sat down and looked at what I was doing, where I was going, what was go going on, and I just said, I don't like this person that I am. I don't like me. Let's change that. He just doesn't see it yet. You you haven't seen it. Maybe, and I'm not saying maybe when you're older to be, like, condescending. I'm saying, like, maybe when you have taken a large retrospective, people, it, it, the reason it's such an outside influence is because it comes from someone else doing something to you. The bomb is not always negative mm-hmm. uh, by any means, but sometimes, like, in some cases, it's very negative. Sometimes it's very positive. Okay. And it's an outside influence. It, I mean, most typically it's a woman for a man or, or, or uh, let's say it this way, it's a significant other. Mm-hmm. It's someone that you very dearly trust and respect. Okay. And they change and or shape the way you your thought process works on something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank. But uh, yeah, and, and, and you, you, 
I you usually have to think about it in the moment, but no one thinks about it in the moment. Like it's not a it's not a it's not a thing that's very done very lightly. Like usually the reason people ID the bomb is because it happened so like in in such a traumatic way, not a good way, that uh-huh. they have to look at it and go, Dude, what what just happened to me? There might have been one, yeah. See? Really? I can name one off the top of my head, and we both know who it is. If you say Gagzilla, part of the requirements is someone that I deeply trust and respect. No. Not now. No. I'm talking about for me. I'm talking about for my bomb, it was Paul. Oh. Paul was part of my bomb. Because okay. I deeply trusted and respected him, and we went through this period where I made myself <laughs> and then I realized I hated myself and I was nuclear, and I had to walk away from it. <sighs> Gagzilla wasn't the bomb; what Paul was, and then we found, and then Gagzilla made me real, gave me the time and treated me so horribly, gave me the opportunity to grow and try myself all over again. Uh-huh. Jesus. We done dropping shit? Well, I had to stand up and start crying. And run away. Oh, are you out on the deck? I was, yes. Oh, okay. Anyways. I thought, I thought you were in your room. I don't Anyways. have a room? Yes, you do. You have the guest room. Anyways, I mean, he, and then Gagzilla taught me, gave me the ability to, and space to be able to really grow and relearn who I was as a person in order to go back to Paul, a stronger, better woman. Okay. And I came back the stronger, better person, and we were able to find each other again as friends and then grow as a couple to to be the, to be in the place we are now, which, don't get me wrong, man still bugs the piss out of me, but I'd rather be, but I don't think I would tolerate anybody else bugging the piss out of me for the rest of my life. <laughs> this went very, a very different direction than I had initially expected. <laughs> there's a line, there's a quote from the other, there's a quote from the notebook. I'd rather fight than, I'd rather fight with you than, than make love with anybody else. I don't know about all line. that, but okay. There, it's a line, it's like, there's a, it's a did similar we, quote. It's basically, did we, did we just the, cross a line? And start quoting the notebook? Yes. I'm very confused how that's crossing a line. I quoted the Matrix earlier. Yeah, but that's the Matrix. Anyways, it's it's where they're fighting. Like, Noah and Allie are fighting. And they're like, I'd rather fight with you than be with anybody else. And that's the truth. I would rather fight tooth and nail with Paul than be with anybody else on the planet. So quickly remind me, quickly remind me, because I don't remember names of characters and in the worst relationship of my life, I watched both The Notebook and Dear John. Which oh one? Oh my god. What? Dear John sucked. Is Dear John the one where he gets rich, builds the house of their dreams because he comes back from war and finds her married or something along those lines? 
Or is that no, you got the you got the two plot lines blended. Oh. Dear John is the one where he comes home. She's already married, and she started a horse farm. She's followed her dream and, followed, and built a horse farm. Okay. Um, and yeah, he came home for more from that. The notebook is where he comes home from World War Two, and he is, and he builds their dream house, and she's engaged. Okay. Not very sad. She's engaged, okay. and she finds him. And they rediscover each other and fall in love, yada, yada, yada. And weird, rainy sex poses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the MC sent a bunch of letters from World War II to her that she never received because her dad intercepted Mm -hmm. them. Her mom. Okay. Helicopter mom. That was her mom. (laughs) Okay. Shit happens when you party naked, I guess. What? What's that? Is the fact they never got to party naked before they before World War Two? Are we talking about they the beast with two with no cigar. Yeah, they never did the beast with two bats before before he went off to World War Two. God, that sucks. Which is why in the move in the book and in the movie she goes after they do the deed she goes God that's what I've been missing all these years and then she tackles him again and they and go around you and I quote from Ori and she tackles him again <laughs> all appropriate things wait so that was the beast with two backs i thought they were just embracing passionately like people no they were they were they were <laughs> noah was getting it in son that's that's what was happening somebody in world they war two up time and down that-, that house it, so so people in the world war two era time were having premarital sex <laughs> it's the devil i say <laughs> And they were doing it in North Carolina, too. Oh, God. (laughs) That had to be really musty. Let's let's be honest. Oh, goodness. Was he he just sitting out on his front porch in a rocking chair with his iced tea, and she just comes along, and she's like... Actually, no, he was working on a rocking chair in the barn. I want this is where this is where she gets her porn from is these novels. So <laughs> and what? the if hallmark. You, if you've never read Erotica, you're missing out. Oh my goodness! The worst I've oh, ever read. Like my my older sister. That is how I found out about the birds and the fucking bees. My little old again. I repeat from the episode prior. My older sister threw a Linda Lale Miller novel at my forehead and said, if you have any questions, come ask me, and chucked it at me. That was my birds and the bees talk. I mean, the worst I've gotten into is like hentai and sex stories, my guy, and I moved past those years ago. Oh, please, I read Vampire Diaries sex sex porn fan fiction all the fucking time. Yeah, see, I just have the sex. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. Because Paul's not a vampire. Do, do you, have, you, have you seen the falsies? You can get false teeth. 
I've, I'm wondering yeah, if y'all have know. ever. I wonder if y'all have ever stumbled across any of my writing. I really hope I, I have. I don't know. What's your handle, Andrew? I read a lot of shit. That's not what right handle was I was using. It would be under Coalition Reandi or AMC. Oh no. Oh no. Are you writing Vampire Diaries fan fiction? No. Then no. Okay. I I'm reading right now. I am on an Alina Elijah fanfiction spree. (laughs) Alina. Elena Elijah's sex spree. Oh, okay. I, okay. I'm, watch, I'm reading them hook up. And before why, why that, it was a comment. About, why are you reading because about the Damon worst character? Because Damon and Elena get the worst character. Because I Still, fucking why, love Elijah. I love Elijah as well. And they don't really have him with too many other characters. And I'm really bored about reading about Elena, about Haley. Uh, as a sidebar, if anybody has any links for Hermione Granger, um... I'll get with you after the podcast. <laughs> I don't have any saved, but I'm sure I can find it. I'm not you want them in English or French? Uh, either is fine. <laughs> I, I've actually come across some awful porn that came from... <laughs> It was ripped from the PlayStation 1 game. It was so bad. <laughs> dude, dude, let me tell you. I used to, that's where I used to hide. You remember when you, you could save, like right there at the PS2, you could save files onto the PS2 with like game charting and stuff? Oh, yeah. That's how I used to hide my porn. <laughs> Like, no, I read fan fiction. It's easy to find my porn. It's in the file titled "Not Porn." <laughs> Dude, Paul I just knows know. what Ao3 is. Ao3 pulled up on my tabs. Oh, that's Ori's <laughs> porn. I, I usually <laughs> just spell it P R O N. Ao3, by the way, not sponsored, but they are the internet's best fan fiction website out there. Oh, what was my go-to? Well, fanfiction.net's well, gotten to you where it's kind of blah, but AO3 usually keeps it pretty good. Is fanfiction.net letting Lemon back on their, uh, on their forums? I don't know, but I use, I use AO3 okay. because they restrict stuff. See, I will quote a great man in saying... I, I do like BBW. Like, I'm not even... I'm a big dude. I like big girls. Amazons and thick women. I'm going a, I'm to a go with a, a great quote from a rapper that said, I like my girls BBW. The type that wanna, You know, I hate so the acronym so much with you. They've even got a couple Mythicas on the site. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. Well, I found two You have officially excited Mr. McWhorter. It is now time to get the Dagen. I found two Dagen fan fictions. The there were only like three chapters, but they were there. 
But here's the question. Here's the question. I believe Disney owns the right to this universe. Yes, it does. Um, fuck. What is the name of it? I don't think Walt would be very happy with you using the word fuck. <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, crap. Name it's the about- fan fiction. I will tell you it's if it's on the site. It's it's about the halfling that no, that has magic. They go, uh, the elder gives them these. Jackson. No, no, the elder gives him these magical nuts that turns anything into stone. You want to go with something better for description? Because I'm not that I'm not that sober here. I understand. Uh, I'm going to look it up. You guys continue. Because magical nuts don't exactly fit into the search bar. <laughs> so, Kevin, Kevin, where do you go to find your nerd porn? Because apparently that's what we've devolved down to now. I mean, my nerd porn is Oh, and porn. once upon a time, I've been reading a lot of nerd porn on that, too. Well, let's be real. Kevin, everybody has some kind of fetish. Let's go with it. What you got? Oh, yeah, like... My nerd porn is is just geekery, and like my porn is my porn. Uh, I mean, I'm into a whole bunch of shit. But Kevin, can you honestly sit there as a man and say you have never, as as a grown man over twenty five, and say that you have never looked at Laura Croft naked? Well, of course, and I used to try to to work the the controller just right in the first game so you could get underneath her crotch, but that's besides the point. No, it is definitely not, Kevin. That is the entire point. So, I I know for a fact that you have watched Nerd Porn, Kev, because you introduced me to a series. <laughs> oh my right. god. Wait, not, what? Not a series of porn, but a an IP because of it. Oh god. What? Refresh All right, my what's memory. the name of the cartoon? It's not a cartoon. It's live action. Willow. Um, Willow? There yeah. we go. But, um... Uh, fuck. Uh, the, 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 the game, you play as an android in the game. Uh, mechanics are that you have memory slots that you can put in and out to have different abilities. It's a chick in a black dress with a black, like a black tie around her eyes. Aeon Flux? No. Oh, oh, you're talking about B2, and I can't remember the, the name of the game. Yeah. I have to look through. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I turned you off to the porn for that? No, you well, introduced me to the IP. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Different definitions of nerd porn are bouncing around here. No, I mean nerdy porn. I don't mean nerd porn. I don't mean things that give you nerd bonkers. My my porn appetites are are pretty non-nerdy. There you go, Andrew. Oh, God, are you sending me links to it? Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh no. Wrong thing. Didn't copy the link. Hang on. 
Why are you doing it? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Am I going to have to go back on a rule I put in place for our server? Why is it not wanting to copy the link address, damn it? It's just not meant to be. <laughs> no, it will be, damn it. I just have to go up to here. There we go. I just, I'm so curious, but so disturbed. <laughs> There we go! Yep, definitely looking at that. Links to trashy fan fiction? Yes, yes, that is. Near Automata, by the way. Near Automata, yeah, that's it. Willow fan fiction. <laughs> You know I'm not going to read it, right? Because I'm pretty. The, the the only female I can think of in that in that is uh, way underage. <laughs> well, I guess, guys. So far, I've only seen one of these being smut. <laughs> Two of them. There we go. There we go. Three. So, Kevin, you saying your preferences in porn okay. makes me think of this. Okay, there's a few of them that are smart. Creepy possum fan fandom, normal porn for normal people. <laughs> it's really disturbing, actually. What is normal porn? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, do you really want to see a dwarf get down with Scorcia? No! No, I don't! <laughs> Wait. What about Mad Martin get down with, with Willow? Again! Oh, <laughs> Remember the characters. No! Ruined my childhood! <laughs> no, this only enhances your childhood. No. No. I don't know if I want to click this. Which one? Normal porn for normal people. <laughs> I think you'd enjoy it, actually. Why do you assume, Andrew? Because there is very little sexual content in that. Then why would I enjoy yeah, it? I'm taking a look, I'm curious. Hmm? What are you saying, Cory? I'm taking a look, I'm curious. <laughs> it's a story. Yeah. Where's the link, goddammit? Did the link get taken down? Well, it's, it's just creepypasta wiki. No, let me check this. 
Nah, it's linking me to it. Apparently, normal porn for normal people no longer exists. I am looking at it right now. That, I feel, is for the best. So much dead air. Uh, okay, what the anyway. fuck? But yeah, um, so viewers, comment down below what gets you freaky. Yeah, and with that, we've about run out of time for us tonight. Um, tune in next week for a brand new episode as Coda After Dark goes from bi-weekly to weekly. That is it. We are out. Peace, folks. <laughs>